Hello everyone and welcome to the Mill Sharma Show, a show discussing a variety of subjects through the lens of civil discourse. I'm your host, Milton Sharma, and today I'll be discussing with you the essentials of traveling abroad. Now, I'm going to tell you a short story. So, I was fortunate enough to travel with a friend of mine in college during spring break of my senior year at university. We traveled to, we traveled to two European countries. The experience was fantastic. It was a little, fear, it was a little scary, to be honest. Like the first time I really traveled abroad without any parents or guardians. But we learned so much, and we accomplished so much. With like there, there being a language barrier and some challenges along the way, we learned to be independent and work through that. And coming back from that trip, I realized that this is something I want to do again, and it's something that is important to see in other parts of the world. So with that in mind, here are some of the essentials that you need to travel abroad. One thing I learned is that you need money. And obviously, everyone knows that. Everyone's like, oh, if I had enough money in mill and I would be traveling abroad right now. Of course I need money. Yes, but you you need to consider, you need to think about what do you want to spend your money on? How frequently you want to, do you want to spend your money? How much stuff do you want to buy? Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? Now, some of these things I didn't really prepare for before my trip. And I want you to be prepared for that. So, for example, going abroad, I didn't realize how much money I would spend on food and gifts for other people or material things. I'm not much of a, of a materialistic person, so I didn't really take into account how much stuff I would buy or purchase. But when you see so many things from different countries and you see the how organic and original they are and also authentic they are to the culture because these are people, these are local people selling things like in small shops on the street and you want to get that. You want to support their businesses, but also you want to bring that part of their culture and that creative project, whether that's a painting, that's art, jewelry, maybe a book, anything like that. You want to be able to bring that home to share with your family, to share with your friends. So I'd recommend that make sure you, you keep in mind what you want to spend your money on and make sure you have enough money to do that. So for example, my friend and I were going to stay in, our, in uh, one place and we need to put down a deposit and online we didn't need to do that. Now, luckily, I had enough money in my account to put down that big deposit on the place. But if I didn't have enough money, it would have changed our whole plans and, our, and everything would have been very difficult to manage. So make sure you have enough money and plan to have more because you want to have money to purchase gifts for others, for attractions, for food, for transportation, and of course, where you're staying. And yeah, those are the main things. But the gifts and the organic things that you that you purchase, like the authentic things, are really something you have to keep in mind. Because trust me, you're probably thinking to yourself, "I'm not going to buy that much stuff there." You will. I'm telling you right now, you're you're going to do it. Because I thought I wasn't going to buy that much there, but I end up doing it because you're never going to be there again, or at least it's going to be very difficult for you to go back there. So even if you can go back again, it's going to be a, it's, for most people, it's going to take a while to to be able to financially be able to go there. So make sure you have enough money to purchase things that you want for others. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two. Uh, And this is more of a tip, I would say. Prepare an itinerary each day, the night before. So what my friend and I did is that the night before, uh, the night before, so probably in the evening after dinner, what we would do is, we would prepare for the attraction we were going to. We would purchase the ticket. 
and we would plan out our day. We'll say, okay, we're going, we're going to go, go catch a train at this time, and we're going to go to, the, we're going to reach at, at place X by this time. We're going to spend two to three hours there, and do other other miscellaneous things. Maybe go to a store there, in a certain town. I'm going to have like a blueprint of our day and what our day would look like. I think it's important to do this. And it sounds so simple, but it goes it goes such a long way because if you're traveling with people that could have different agendas, maybe on that day you didn't plan it out, you didn't talk through with the people that you're with, and we, maybe one person wants to spend more time in this attraction site and another person wants to spend more time in this mall or this store. And you and it's so important to have the goals and what you want to do align with your group. Now you don't agree with everything, with every single thing, but have a general consensus on what you want to do per day, and that'll make it much more exciting for you because you don't want to be stressful. You're stressed out. It's, it's, there's only going to be some things that some stressors, stressors that come up when you travel. The plane could run late, string could run late, things that happen that you have no control over. It happens. You can't plan for it. You just have to prepare for the worst and make sure you are good. I mean, I was with I was with my friend, and my ticket worked, and and his was his was like that when he went to the flight attendant, they were saying that the plane was full, and I was in a real perplexed situation because I'm thinking I can't leave my friend here, like I can't go on this plane and leave my friend here, and eventually we worked out a situation where he was able to go on the flight, and we were both fine, but we learned that we need to look into the airlines we purchase for. We need to look into the transportation that we take. We need to leak, we need to look into the places we stay and budget each day how much you want to spend. And that's something that I didn't do that I regret. And moving forward on my next trip, I want to do that. So I want to tell you listening, make sure you budget for a certain amount of money each day and make sure it's a lot because traveling abroad, like, depending on where you go, it's, it's a good amount of money like food, things like that. So make sure you plan for that. Uh, and another thing I want to say, number three, and this is not more, this is not really an essential, but a very good thing you should do is journal every night of where you stay. Oh, I apologize for that. Let me put this on, uh, put that up. Okay, so make sure you journal for all of your events. Or, excuse me, I was a little distracted there. Make sure you journal every night about what your day was and what, what what happened on your day. So I was able to do this for the whole trip, and it was really amazing. So what so what's the purpose of journaling? The purpose of journaling is just to write down what what you did during the day. Write down everything you did. Write down your experiences. Maybe write it half a page a page. Don't stress your don't stress yourself out too much about it. And then put it away. Put it away. And you'll realize months later, even years later, when you read the journal, it'll bring back those memories and they'll feel very rich again. Because even today, as I'm speaking right now, I went had a fantastic trip in France and Spain. It was amazing. It was unbelievable. And I have, I have cool pictures of my experiences. I share with my friends, share with my family. But when you read a journal, a journal exposes intimate details that you account for that no one else accounts for in those pictures. So when you show people pictures, everyone sees the pictures, everyone sees them online. It's very cool to look at, but when you read the details of your journal, not that it has to be super private, but when you read the intimate details of your journal, 
you can account for that because it's your experience. It's your perspective that your group maybe did not see. And I think it's really cool because it, it like relives that moment. And when you spend a lot of time, energy, and money going on a trip, you want to be able to, to take that trip and relive it in your mind for as long as you live. And I think it's a really beautiful thing to do that when you have a journal. So make sure you journal it. And the way I did it was I used like a Google Drive or like something like that where you just type on your computer and then it's just saved there and you won't lose it. So I really recommend that because uh, it's really cool to like read the memories and read to my parents and my friends. And it's just cool. It's a really cool thing to do. Not, ne- not necessary, but it's, it's a cool thing to do because you want to relive that. You want to relive that experience because it's so fun. So, so I said money, a journal, and making sure you have an itinerary the night before. <clears throat> I would say, what else? Let's see. Oh, also, I kind of tapped into this with the uh, airline sort of thing. Like, so basically my friend and I, like our plane was hours late. And I would say my suggestion, expect the unexpected. Expect things to come up. Don't expect a smooth ride. Don't expect every train and plane to be on time. Don't expect your Airbnb or your hotel to have great amenities or everything to be very smooth very smooth as, as a sailboat. Don't expect those things. Expect some things to be rough. Expect some things to be bumpy along the ways because some systems abroad aren't as efficient as in, as in the United States, at least where I'm from or where I'm living right now. So I can only speak from my, from my time in living in the U.S., but in many situations, you're used to a way of living. Don't expect that type of continuity to translate in a foreign country. Use it as learning experience. Use it as, okay, this is how they live their life. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of this, but listen, you, you pay for this experience and you, you have to take what comes with it. There's always pros and cons of your culture. You have to take the cons with it. You can't change it. It's a way of life. So I'll give you an example. When uh, my friend and I were eating at a restaurant, and this is in Europe, so this is pretty universal in most European countries in my opinion, but... We were eating the restaurant and we're eating the food. The portions are smaller, but the food was excellent. So no complaints there. Uh, but <clears throat> what happened is like the waiter or the person that would serve us, they wouldn't give us our check until much, much later. Or we'd have to get up and ask for it. And that's something in the European culture because they promote this idea of having a meal to socialize, to form relationships rather than simply eating. That, that's the main idea of going out. So, at least in the United States, what I've seen with restaurants is people use that as a mechanism of eating until you're really full, until you're just bloated, and then here's your check, leave. But in, the Euro- in Europe, for the most part, they take their time with giving you the food. It's usually a longer, a longer wait. And then after you're done eating, you, you usually just sit there, speak or socialize for a lot longer and ask for the check and ask for the check and sometimes my friend and I found it to be a little bit annoying because it was hard for, to find the person to give us to give us our check so we can pay and leave because they, there's no rush in, in Europe or at least in the European countries I was in there's a slower pace of living and 
I was used to being at a restaurant and being there for a certain amount of time, having the decision to leave right away and then go somewhere else. But with them, it's more so of you just sit there for a while and when they come, then you can leave. So that, that individualistic kind of mindset that I had from the United States that doesn't come into play there. And that's okay. It was a little bit annoying, but I thought to myself, listen, I'm paying for this experience. I chose to come to this country. I'm a guest here. I'm a guest here. I'm a tourist. I can't expect the same treatment. I can't expect the same type of lifestyle as in the United States. I can't. And that's okay. So make sure that you're okay with that happening. That's one of my biggest lessons, I would say. And yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's all the things I can think about for traveling. So if you enjoyed this video, please like, share, subscribe. It really helps me out. It doesn't cost you a penny, so please do those things. And if you feel like spending a penny or two, purchase some of the merchandise on the link below. It's the last link in the description section. You can get your nice, yourself a nice hoodie to support the channel or a phone case or t-shirt, long sleeve shirt. Uh, even a cup, anything you're, you're probably thinking about, I have in my store. So go to the link below, purchase it, share this video with your friends if you enjoyed it. If not, comment that you didn't like it. I don't care, whatever you, you're feeling. Uh, I, I appreciate your time and thank you so much for watching, everyone. Please listen to the show on your favorite audio podcast as well. It's available on, on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, etc. Stitcher, all those. So thank you guys for listening. Bye.